California was once the jewel in the crown of America's economy. Now it's got a record budget deficit and many other problems too. Welcome to Constable Confidential. I'm Simon Constable. We're joined by Jeff Bliss, who's not only a friend, but he's also a senior correspondent at California Flow magazine and a regular on John Batchelor's Eye on the World radio show at CBS, where he does the Pacific Watch segment. Welcome to your debut on Constable Confidential, Jeff. Thank you, Simon. It is great to be with you. Let's go straight to California. You are in the heart of California. You're in Orange County, right near Los Angeles and right near San Diego as well. You've been looking at this for a while, what's been going on to get a massive record budget deficit, even though the economy as a whole is not in recession. As with anything that deals with California, there's so many things that go into the mix, uh, good or bad. And in a bad situation like this, where we're we're looking at a, a deficit of probably, you know, probably upwards of almost $70 billion. And, you know, two years ago, we were $28 billion in the good. So it's quite a shift. Now, here, some so of that's, the reasons- that's, that's basically a hundred, that's basically approximately a hundred billion dollar swing from surplus to a negative balance, which is, is, is really quite shocking. That's the size of a medium sized economy. It's 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 breathtaking by any measure, regardless of the size of the economy. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of kicking the can down the road and, you know, sort of continue the cliches, but, you know, whistling through the graveyard because and but there's also a lot of kind of ignorance. People as a whole throughout the state really aren't aware. And and nowadays, so many numbers and statistics are, are thrown about that. I think it kind of gets lost. But for the most part, people aren't really aware that we're in the situation right now. You're starting to see the media wake up and say, oh, we, we might have a problem here. You know, the same media that's been cheering on the legislature and all these other the progressive tax structure. And, and now they're going, oh, we might have a problem. And you're starting to hear people who work in the state agencies say, oh, what are we going to do if we get these massive cuts that are going to have to come? It's, uh, it's really, you know, as you point out, it's a huge shift. And I think it's one that's going to get bigger. Typically what happens with these things is they they start off, which they already did, saying, "Oh, we're twenty eight billion in you know in the in the red." Now they're saying thirty, and and now they're saying we're almost at seventy billion. It seems like when these things happen, they they turn into a snowball going downhill, and pretty soon you're finding, "Oh no, we're really m much more than that." So I, I think there's still darker days to come. Now there's a few things that have gone on here. W one that always comes to mind is the flight of many high earners from California to Texas. And part of that is, is Silicon Valley moving from Silicon Valley to Austin, Texas, where there's a, a similar buildup of tech industries. But there's m much more to it than that, from what you were saying. That, that's right. Now, I, you know, I do want to kind of underscore what you're saying there is we've seen a huge out migration of California's population and, you know, you know not just the ordinary citizens, but the business population. So a lot of big companies uh, have left the state for friendlier environs. So you have people, people and companies going to Texas and Nevada and Arizona and Idaho and as far, even to Florida. And they call it, you know, here in, in the U.S., they call them the free states because, you know, either they have no little or no state taxes, the regulations are down, you know, there's not as much litigation going on. There's not a threat of having your business impaired by government, on and on and on. 
Um, in, in California, it's interesting. For the first time ever in our history, we lost a, a representative in Congress. And in, for those who don't know, our representatives uh, you know, in Congress, the, the lower house, as some might say, it's based on population. Every state has two senators, but every state has a representative uh, for each you know, segment of population. And so a place like Wyoming that has a very small population is only going to have one. But California, which is the largest population, is going to have the largest number of representatives. The California caucus in Congress is very powerful. I bring this up ever because we lost so many people. We lost a representative. And some of these other states, the friendly air states, uh, gained representatives. More people were moving there. We probably should have lost two, but there's a lot of numbers that went into choosing how many people were represented and all that. Um, and, and this might all sound like kind of getting into the weeds, but it's important to understand that, you know, the things they're doing in Sacramento with taxes and with, you know, budgets and deficits, that has an impact, uh, particularly on the business community, but, you know, on everybody else here. And it's driven a lot of people away. As they say, people are voting with their feet. They're going elsewhere. I have so many friends that have moved out of California uh, that you would have sworn would have stayed here forever. Uh, but but it's, it's, say, it's certainly, it's, it's traditionally had a great allure for people. It has, you know, it has good weather, it has nice beaches, good living, and jobs were once plentiful there. I do know that a few years ago, right, I guess it really just before and then right in the middle of the COVID pandemic, you had a ban on being able to do freelance work in many cases. And it did seem to put a lot of people in sort of out of joint, really, with, with the government. And it wouldn't have surprised me if a lot of those people had moved too. That particularly affected a journalist, which is the wrong, wrong set of people to pick a fight with because they buy ink by the barrel load. <laughs> Yeah, that, and that's true. And it was, uh, you know, adversely affecting Hollywood. Um, and it's not often that Hollywood is at odds with the Democratic Party, which rules California. Uh, and they managed to get things changed and made more favorable for their freelancers, gig workers, as they call them. And uh, so, free, you know, freelance script folks and actors and others kind of got a, a pass on on some of those rules. Uh, but you know, that's what happens. You have a state here that is uh, essentially ruled by the Democratic Party at all levels. It's, it's rare to find a Republican uh, at, you know, in a, in a state elected office these days. The, the Democratic Party is just so strong. And so, you know, and, and would, you, would you say would you say that that leads to complacency? Because one, one of the things I, I do know is that when when organizations have been in power and this is across the world for a long time they they stop listening to critics because they think say they are assured with whatever they do is okay i i think that's true i th i think you know uh there's this bubble they get into that you know of course of course people would go for this because we're all kind of of the same ilk but you also it leads to i think more corruption it leads to a lack of balance uh there's it's very hard to get somebody to stand up and say, oh, no, that's crazy. Don't do that. Or that's wrong. That's <laughs> that borders on unconstitutional you know, practices. And uh, you don't have that ability these days. And one of the stories I like to tell is when Gavin Newsom, our governor, who is probably going to run for president in the not too distant future, came into office uh, and was inaugurated at his inauguration celebration. 
the uh, head of the, uh, the uh, state assembly, the speaker, who is arguably the second most powerful person in California, uh, came up to him and said, congratulations, this is great, we're all in this together, um, you know, being Democrats, and said, uh, if you ever veto one of our bills, we will override it. <laughs> so just be aware that, uh, you know, you got you to do our bidding. And, you know, Newsom may be powerful, and he's, he's out there as the face of the state, but the truth is, is the party really runs things. And that that is really interesting, especially from someone who's never lived in California. I have visited it a couple of times, but not uh, really lived there. And that's where you really get a, a sense that it is a completely different place from other places. It's certainly in within the U.S. Now, there have also been massive climate issues in California. California that have affected the budget too. One was a, a really severe drought, and then there was a massive flood, which it sounds like, how can that possibly happen? But explain what happened and what the financial consequences were, please. We had a years-long drought that was one of the most severe on record, at least since, you know, since white settlers had come to, uh, to California. And, you know, reservoirs, lakes, rivers all dried up. There was no snow in the mountains, which is essential not only to skiing, but also to our our water supply here in California. Uh, California is even even the places that aren't in the desert. It's a very dry climate. Some people call areas Mediterranean climate. Others will just say, look, you live in a in a desert area. And so water is life. Water is essential. You have Southern California stealing water from the Central Valley. Oftentimes, and, and that's all- that's vitally important to a, a lot of America's produce. So a lot of a lot of things that New Yorkers buy come from the Central Valley in California, but like avocados, things like that. Yeah, actually, California. You know, people people think when they think agriculture, they tend to think of the Midwest. They see the blowing, you know, fields of wheat, and you know, or they think apple trees in Washington or something. Or even dairy in Wisconsin, which is often called America's Dairyland. But the truth is, California is the agricultural powerhouse of the U.S., if not, you know, much of the world. And uh, you know, there are more cows in California than there are in Wisconsin. There are more apple trees than there are in Washington. There, it just goes on and on. And in the central part of the state, there's this giant valley called the Central Valley, which is so rich for agriculture, but has been hurting so badly the past few years because of the drought. But along what, what getting back to your question is, you know, we had this massive uh, set of storms, uh, uh, massive storms that came in last December and lasted for quite a while. So California was turned it from being this cracked, parched, desert-like environment in many places to very wet, very soggy, and oftentimes very flooded. And uh, so it caused so many problems for the infrastructure in California that the um, the state and federal government allowed for the delay of filing of taxes for about half a year. And that caused quite a problem, just did not have the money coming in that they needed, that they were counting on for the budgets, especially in California. So that uh, plays a role in why, uh, you know, we don't have the money that we need. But part of it also is, is that home sales are down by about half, uh, largely because the monthly mortgage to purchase a typical California uh, home has gone from about 33500 a month to 5400 a month. Um, and you've had big, massive tech layoffs, you know, and tech is one of the, when people talk about the hopes and dreams are built on what in California, they talk about 
you know, tech and they talk about entertainment, you know, Hollywood, which are really connected in many ways these days. And of course, there was the Hollywood uh, actors strike and the writers strike, which which is becoming noticeable on Netflix immediately. Yeah. You know, I, I reported for quite some time on uh, what was going on with these strikes and people at the beginning were saying, well, how is this really going to affect us? And, you know, they tend to focus on the well-paid stars and directors and but the the film industry is so huge, especially in Southern California, that, you know, you're not just talking about the people who work in the studios in front of the cameras. So you have the people behind the cameras. Then you have the people that do things like, you know, supply food or supply dry cleaning or drive the trucks to move people in sets around the place. I mean, it is so massive that that strike is probably going to be impacting Southern California to the tune of between eight and ten billion dollars. So that's eight no small to ten, let's repeat that eight to ten billion dollars. That's a massive portion of what you were you were talking about earlier, which was this swing to seventy billion dollar deficit. That's a huge issue when none of that is taxed and you don't get any of the roll on of of, of spending uh, money. This is really really sad news for California. I hope it gets fixed. I hope this is a wake up call for everyone. Thank you very much, Jeff Bliss, California Flow Magazines senior correspondent and a regular on John Bachelor's Eye on the World on CBS, where he does the Pacific Watch segment. We thank you very much on your debut. I'm Simon Constable. This is Constable Confidential, and that's it.